0: Hey, it's Beth here. Okay, it's the News Hound, episode 468. You will not believe this. Barbie has a British rival. Her name is Cindy, S-I-N-D-Y. Silly name for a girl, but anyway, I mean, it should be spelled right. That's what the Brits say, and they don't like that about her. But she has smaller breasts. She's actually really pretty, and she is an equestrian, and she just didn't make... A big splash like Barbie they didn't really create a show they didn't have great commercials but she really is adorable that and they glammed her up a little bit to compete with Barbie you know longer blonde hair and all that but um, anyway she's trying to make a comeback but she's nothing compared to Barbie and the Brits are furious about it so okay so then we go to Sunday and the horses and hats and the Hamptons okay you know And it's polo, and I love that, and it's really pretty. There's this picture of Christy Brinkley that is amazing, and she's 69, and everybody back up. That's what they said, because Christy was there. She's the toast of the town. She's 69, all the cute polo players like her, and it's not a joke. I mean, she looks great. Everybody loves her, so 69. And I was like, 69, my God, that's old. And then I realized I'm 69, you know, if Christy can do it, I can smile at her while she's doing it. She looks great. So then there was this other thing where this woman is, um, it's the modern love, which is my favorite always. And this is kind of a love story. It's about a woman who was trying to break into show business and all she got was rejections all the time. She's not right, she's not this, she's not that. Of course, I totally empathized with her being a, you know, expiring screenwriter of 38 years. Always wrong, not quite right, bad timing, got an option, option, can't get the money, blah, blah, blah. Nothing ever worked. So this woman had nothing ever worked. So she went to her friend's house in Beverly Hills. Her friend's mother has a guest house in Beverly Hills nice friend and she met this guy she'd actually given up on men and everything she met this guy and she was going to she was going to start over because when she left new york she lost her boyfriend and her best friend because she and her best friend were comedian actresses always vying for the same roles her best friend got a role a role every single every single comedic actress in new york was trying to get It was an audition to play a girl with debilitating acne. They all knew how to do it because they all had acne in high school and that's why they were comedians. Well, her friend got the role and her friend dropped her like a hot coal. So she goes to LA, she sees her friend at a party and the friend acts like she doesn't even know her. Then she meets this guy, they have a date and he's wonderful. She goes home with him. And he says, let's date again. She's at the restaurant waiting for him and he stands her up. She gets to talking to the bartender in Hollywood. And this is why I'm telling you this, because in Los Angeles, bartender means actor and barista means screenwriter. So she's at the bar talking to this bartender and they decide it doesn't matter and that she should just keep doing what she wants to do. And they do say this thing, and I'm not telling this girl because she's only 30. They say you have to hear a whole lot of no's to, till you hear a yes. Well, I've had 39 years of no's, and I don't see a yes coming. But she's young, wouldn't want to ruin it for her. Anyway, the bartender slash actor saved her life. Okay, so then there was this really funny one, the tiny love story section. So there's this guy, he's a dad, and they call him the answer man because he has the answers for everything. And he really does. So his wife says, I guess that... And then they say, you know, you, you know more than God. You know more than anyone. So she says, she says, the wife says, I guess that makes me God's wife. So she went and got a vanity license plate. And it's GDSWF, God's wife. When she got it, she hadn't considered any alternative meanings for GDSWF. Like, here it comes gay dominant single white female this woman is 70 years old so when she drives down the car all she gets is honks and waves and people blowing kisses at her and luckily this woman and she really does look nice but she she lives in missouri i mean this isn't easy she celebrates the diversity of of humankind just like god's wife would well i mean that so the moral to that story is check what you think your vanity plate is, because it could be something very different. Then they had this big article about Montecito, and I have a friend who lives in Santa Barbara, and we went through Montecito, and it's unbelievable. It does kind of seem like, you know, the Greek gods, and they lived, or the Roman gods and they lived on top of mountains like Mount Olympus and they looked down at all of the little people and turned them around and made earthquakes for them or whatever. That's what Montecito looks like. It does actually look like heaven on earth and it is heaven on earth. Oprah lives there, everyone lives there. So this woman goes out from New York and she's she's finding out about the town and it is even better than she thought it would be. It's more beautiful in person than it is in the pictures it's got the santa y n e s i know i know should not i can't pronounce it mountains to the east and the pacific ocean to the west and she said it actually smells like lavender and eucalyptus and i thought the same thing when i was there it's just the the mean every house on the market the mean list price is 676 they say 6 Seventy-five. That's $6,750,000. That's for a little um, uh, redo, a tear down. Okay, so anyway, I just brought this up because my agent, I think, you know, we had a falling out. Well, he dropped me and I say I divorced him, but he divorced me. I think our relationship changed when I told him I had a friend in Santa Barbara and I was going up to see her right after this. And he said, you have a friend in Santa Barbara? I said, yeah. And he goes, where? And I said, "Um, I don't know, like Los Tunicas or something. He goes, in the upper Riviera of Santa Barbara? And I said, the upper Riviera of Santa Barbara? Well, it is pretty. He said, I can't believe you have a friend up there. What's it like? And I said, it's great. We keep buying furniture for the patio because we can never go inside. And he actually threw down his fork. So I think, I think, I, I said, it's not my house. Don't be mad at me. But I think he was. I think he wishes he had a friend And And that's not even Montecito. That's the mean streets of Montecito. That's the poor section of Montecito, is Santa Barbara, which is fabulous. But Montecito has like a little town that you really don't dare go into. And every house is, Gated. Oprah's house is gated. Ellen's house is gated. You can't even see anything. So, if I told him I was... If I was seeing a friend in Montecito, he probably would have made me pay for, for lunch. Anyway, I don't know. So, this one I thought was great. Okay. We've got a gritty, steamy TV melodrama in Italy. And it looks fantastic. I tried... I learned to pronounce it. It's called... Mare a year. oh I screwed it up. Mare Fury, fury, and it means the sea beyond. It is the most interesting concept. It's a soapy melodrama about the inmates of a co-ed junior detention center. They actually have one in Italy and it's got kisses and it's got the Capulets and the Montagues and all kinds of crazy things happen on this show. The parents let the kids watch it because it's a cross between Saved by the Bell and Scared Straight. And there are pillows with all these characters' faces on them that the world has, I mean, this is coming to America. America's gonna make uh, it's gonna steal the heck out of this and we're gonna have one of these shows in no time. It has 35 million views the, from the song, the record has gone platinum. I'm gonna play it for you. Alexa off, listen to this. It's very beautiful. The music and the the people are not stars. Okay, listen to this. This is the heat of the show. All these young people in terrible moods, just and in love and passion and people hitting each other, then kissing each other and that's what this show is all about. So, I, I looked it up and I was, like, I was like, wow. I watched an episode, it is amazing. And the stars are not stars. The biggest star used to be a beautician. The other star used to do nails. They found real girls to play these roles, which have made all of the teens in Italy go crazy because they really do look real. And the Capulet guy that she falls in love with, oh, this is the best part. Okay, so this the first season is great, and, okay, let me tell you the story. We have realized that these stories of young lovers, people they pe- people like a lot. Okay, the plot revolves around Carmen, the reluctant and seemingly meek Ascayan of a crime family who really just wants to be a barber, but who lands behind bars after stabbing a would-be rapist of his girlfriend. I mean, girls can get behind that in the neck with scissors okay that's pretty he wants to be a barber i make i make sense incarcerated he finds a nemesis in zero the prince of the competing crime family who eventually t- tries to kill carmen and his piano playing cellmate <laughs> i mean i gotta i gotta watch this whole thing but who ends up getting stabbed with a screwdriver we've got screwdrivers and and scissors in jail with this must be an interesting jail but this is my favorite part okay Things really took off in the third season when Rosa Riki, the late Ciro's sister, shoots a guy to get into jail so she can settle the score with Carmen. In classic Montague and Capulet style, she falls madly in love with Carmen. She puts down the scissors and the screwdriver and they just fall madly in love. And you should see these characters. Oh, and the girls in this jail. There's no uniform in this jail in real life. So the designers, the the wardrobe people, have all these girls in such tight clothes, and like crop tops and leather skirts. And the guys are all wearing these amazing, like, I don't know what you call them now, T-shirts. And they've got muscles, and everybody's got beautiful hair. And so this show is coming to... America, I promise you. But I just love the plot. I just love that she stabbed somebody. She just, she just had to stab somebody. Someone. And they don't even tell you who it is. It's nothing. It's just a person on the street. The cops come take her away. I mean, we find out nothing. I hope she didn't kill him. But I'll find out in season three. So that's what I've got this week. <laughs> just the Capulets and the Montagues in a juvenile co-ed center detention center, what could go wrong? I mean, what are these people thinking? It's on an island and it's outside of Naples. It's got everything, the drama and the music and the people. And the parents are thinking, well, good. I'm glad my child's watching this because it will keep them out of jail. And all of these children are trying to sneak into the jail. On the set, they're swimming in the ocean to get to this TV show. They're trying to get into this jail so they can be part of this show. I think the mother's right. I think they're not really going to want to j- go to jail. But this is the most gorgeous detention center. It looks like, mm, it looks like, a not very expensive country club, with. You know tennis courts and basketball and and there's a a section which is a uh they call it a magic pizzeria where they're allowing these inmates to find their their inner dream of being a chef and that's where that's the only place where the two sexes are allowed to meet so in this makeshift pizzeria that's where all the action is that's where everything happens I mean, everybody's got the most beautiful hair and bodies and faces you have ever seen. So anyway, that's all I've got. And then there, of course, is the British Barbie that never made it, Cindy. And except when she's wearing the, she only looks good in equestrian clothes, kind of like, you know, Princess Anne. She doesn't look good in regular clothes. They were just born to be equestrian people with with horses. They should have just made Cindy an equestrian. I think that would have worked just don't put her she does not belong behind a typewriter so maybe that's where they made their mistake I don't know anyway that's what I've got and it's hundred and seven degrees here and I am sweating as we speak there is no relief for this so staying sane is hard but so far so good and my friend is coming over Debbie and we're gonna watch I want her to get involved in Preston Sturgis. she's my old writing partner and we're thinking about writing again And I want her to watch a Preston Sturges movie, which is called Sullivan's Travels, which is awesome. And if she likes it, then we're going to go to Miracle on Morgan Creek, which is even funnier. So she's coming over at 3.30. We're going to close the blinds, put the fan on, eat some ice cream, eat some Twizzlers, and watch an old movie. So that's all I can say. All you can do when it's 107 degrees. So I'll try to stay sane. You try to stay sane. And I'll be back.